It is Tuesday. That means it's time for Mobility Makers, brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. We know the future of mobility will be on wheels, and Bridgestone will be there. Headline news, Tesla's autopilot system to be probed by the U.S. auto safety regulator NHTSA, finally stepping up to look into what has been an ongoing problem with Tesla's quote-unquote autopilot system. Sean Kane is the president of Safety Research and Strategies and joins us this afternoon. Sean, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. How important and how long overdue is this investigation? Well, you know, it's certainly long overdue, but I also have to step back and say, you know, what's more overdue, frankly, is setting the groundwork and and having the regulations to uh, deal with these kinds of issues before you have to shift them into uh, the defect investigation area at NHTSA. So, as you know, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has the ability to set the rules and regulations. They haven't done that. And as a result, what we're seeing is an after-the-fact investigation. This means people have been killed and injured, and now they're looking at the problem. Well, and I, I guess the other part of this that I find extraordinary is that they were basically shamed into it by the NTSB, weren't they? Oh, you're absolutely right. You know, the NTSB had, they had laid out very clearly that the agency has dropped it, it, its its uh, position as as the regulator, and they've allowed you know uh, essentially a, the wild west here with uh, autonomous vehicles or semi-autonomous vehicles, and that's resulted in a lot of problems as we're seeing. So you know what we've got is very predictable and. Frankly, it mirrors some of the other big problems that we've seen in history. If you look at some of the big defect crises that have emerged, whether it was the Firestone Tire, Ford Explorers, or you know the uh, Toyota Unintended Acceleration, both of those big defect crises were predicated on the fact that the standards were out of date or non-existent to begin right. with, and those problems ended up being in, uh, thrown into the defect investigation hopper when, in fact, they could have been prevented with good regulation. So help me characterize this investigation, or at least diagnosis. Is this a software problem? Is it a driver awareness and responsibility problem? Is it a branding problem by calling it autopilot, which suggests and promises something that maybe it can't perform? Or is it all the above? I think it's all of those above. And, and you know, we've got even more complexity because you really have, you know, a, a system design that inherently allows drivers to operate it outside of its design domain. So it can operate in unsafe conditions. Tesla knows that. And instead, they are willing to shift that blame over to the drivers for operating the vehicles under these conditions, uh, which, you know, many times drivers are completely unaware of that the, that the system is not capable of operating under those conditions. And yet we have seen GM with its Super Cruise and advanced Super Cruise have a very strict uh, facial recognition element to it, which will uh, tell the system to shut down if the driver does not have their eyes on the road, if they're not being attentive. Would that fix this problem or does Tesla need to go farther? You know, it goes a little deeper than that, and and I think that you know, really, the uh, allowing the vehicle to be operating under conditions that Tesla knows are unsafe. So it's one thing when you know drivers game the game the vehicle or, or you know test its limits and so forth. Folks are going to do that, and and you know you want to have good safeguards to ensure that isn't happening. But the reality is that a lot of conditions under which drivers are lulled into believing these systems can operate, they really shouldn't be operating under those conditions. They shouldn't be operating in those areas because the systems are not capable of doing that safely. Um, you know, and, and I think that's really the biggest problem that I see 
you know, looking at what NHTSA has done with their investigation, it's really interesting because we see a very narrow entry point. And that narrow entry point for the investigation, as you know, is, is focused on these crashes in which they involve first responders um, and very specific scenarios. Uh, that's really interesting to me because it also is a tactic we've seen from NHTSA. It's an entry point into a problem. It doesn't get at the whole problem, but it's an entry point and it's the low-hanging fruit. Well, and low-hanging fruit, I, I, I worry about a bar that's too high. Here we've got 11 crashes since early 2018 involving a Tesla and emergency response situations. You would think that our, our sensitivity meter would be even more highly tuned when it's police officers and first responders uh, that are having their lives uh, put at risk here. <laughs> and yet it was 11 crashes before they were forced into uh, initiating this investigation. Where should the tripwire be on this? What would have been a reasonable aha moment there where they said, geez, uh, we've had more than a few of these. This deserves more scrutiny. Sure. You know, that's a great question. And what I meant by low-hanging fruit also is that, meaning these are these are clear problems. There's no question that these are crashes that, that should not have occurred, right? And so that's, you know, this is the entry point that NHTSA has decided to, to make. And I, and I think, frankly, it's not a bad entry point, but it's not a bad entry point at a bad entry point. So this is something that should never have even gotten to this to this stage. And the agency's willingness to you know, tossed to the wind, it's it's the uh, regulatory position and, and to set the ground rules for all, uh, you know, for the public safety and for the automakers, that is something that is still staggering to me um, that we're moving forward without baseline standards from, you know, the, the everything from the human factors to the to functional safety of the electronic systems. Uh, all of these kinds of things are, are moving at such a rapid pace. And we've got an agency that's been unwilling to step it up and, and regulate. Well, and this is being sold to the driving public as a safer alternative, that AVs can actually be safer than human pilots in this case. How much do, do these investigations and these specific accident scenarios undermine confidence? How much does it set back the, the overall perception of AV acceptability? Because they're not just damaging the Tesla brand, they're damaging the AV brand. Well, I think you, you raise a great point, and, and that's true. I think they, there is there is damage to the to the overall perspective, and, and also, you know, I think the, the public really is looking forward to to having you know some level of of autonomous driving. I think there's certainly so, you know some real benefits to that, but at the same time, I think there's been a lot of dishonesty around the data and what it really shows us and what it really tells us. Yes, humans are extremely good at a lot of things, and replicating that in you know AI is a very, very challenging thing to do. Doing it incrementally in a stepped approach uh, and doing it safely where you don't have to uh, essentially put the public as you know unwilling participants in a clinical trial is certainly something that should have been considered. This is not the way to go. So to cap this all off, NHTSA is going to study the autopilot system in something like 765,000 Tesla vehicles dating back to 2014. In the interim, should they be doing more or should they is it too early to ask tesla to say you know what you need to disable this in your vehicles in the interim till we figure out what the heck's going on with them oh i i think that you again raise a great point about this is something that should be stopped 
now. Uh, it's hard to do when you've already lit the lit the uh, cat out of that bag. But you know, at this point, uh, the agency certainly could do that and and would be wise to do so. I don't think it's going to happen. I think this is going to be a long, drawn out process. And frankly, I don't have a whole lot of um, you know hope that th- this is going to lead to to anything that significant with this agency. What I would hope that would happen, though, is that they would look back at the necessity for setting those rules because all this does is continue to distract the resources, time, and effort away from those rules which would have prevented this. This, We shouldn't be waiting for deaths and injuries to investigate something that's clearly going to happen and not setting any rules on the front end. Well, it's a failure on so many levels, regulatory, engineering, driver responsibility, uh, and, and accountability. And all for something that holds so much promise. And that's what's so deeply troubling here. Sean Kane, uh, Safety Research and Strategies. We certainly appreciate your time, friend. Thank you. It's good to talk to you again.